Agenda setting conversations of the day. 20 minutes after 7, good morning. A series of comments over the last few days by the Electricity Minister, Consienzo Romacorpa. He says there's been an overall reduction in the amount of load shedding in the last two months compared to the same period last year. Also says he's determined to find ways to get enough money, enough financing to sort out issues related to the transmission network. In other words, to ensure that power that is being generated can actually be moved around the country to where we need it. He says there's some renewable energy systems that are producing 2,300 megawatts, but they need to finance the construction of transmission lines to the Western Cape, the Northern Cape, and the Eastern Cape to unlock this capacity. They're sometimes called stranded electrons. In other words, you have electricity that's being generated. You can't get it to the right place. Jose Malese is an energy and infrastructure finance specialist or a development finance specialist, perhaps I should say. Jose, good morning. Thanks for your time. Good morning, Stephen, and good morning to the listeners. In a sense, isn't this really the problem we face, building this transmission network? We talk about generation all the time, but we're going to have to spend a huge amount of money on our network. Yes, we're going to have to do that, especially for renewable energy projects, which are located in specific areas where the network is not as well developed. Where would Eskim get the money from, or where would we get the money from, I suppose? So uh, I think the minister mentioned that they are investigating alternatives where ESCOM would not have to put their balance sheet on the line and private entities would have to look at models where they develop these projects specifically. (coughs) So this would mean then that a private company would would own the network or would a private company lend the money for the network to be built and the network would still be owned by ESCOM's transmission division? Yes, there are actually four models in the world that uh, where this is used. One is where they, they concession the whole infrastructure, and the other is where the independent transmission projects identified, and there's an, an, an agreement with the with the company through a, a some transmission service agreement, and uh, then the, but the network belongs still to the utility. And then the other one is privatization, which in South Africa is not an option. And then some merchant lines where uh, 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 projects, uh, where entrepreneurs identify projects with opportunities. But the main one that I think South Africa is looking at is the independent transmission project model. Um, so, I mean, that would require then that people would be prepared to lend ESCA money or to get involved in this. And I know that, you know, plenty of people put plenty of money into the independent power producers at the beginning. Um, I don't know if that's still the case. But is there actually money available to do this? I mean, would people be prepared to dip their toes in our electricity market? And we know, Jose, how difficult and complicated and sometimes politicized these things can be. Uh, I think there are projects, I saw one that had uh, actually been interviewed on, in the media, which is called uh, Green Transmission Company, which is saying that within the current regulatory framework, they would be willing to go out there and, and do the projects. They would have to obviously sign agreements with ESCOM, and they can't own the infrastructure. Um, so there are there is an appetite, it seems, in the market. Also, remember that because this transmission infrastructure will be specifically dedicated to renewable energy projects, there is climate finance that is available in the market from multilateral institutions, from commercial banks, as well as uh, development finance institutions, whether local or international. So the, the, the devil is in the detail what model comes up about. 
I think the minister hinted that a build-to-own and transfer model will be looked at. Isn't the financing just the beginning of the problem? If you're going to build, say, for example, you're going to build a, a power cable that goes for a thousand kilometers, you need to get permission to go over that thousand kilometers. Now, some of it might be easy. You could say, well, we're going to go down the side of the N1 and the land's owned by Sanral. But not all of the land on the side of the N1 is owned by Sanral. You're probably going to have to go over private people's land. Um, there's a phrase for it, I think it's called servitudes. I mean, this is going to be incredibly complicated and messy. So even once you've got the money, planning for it could take forever. Oh, yes. Definitely project planning takes its own time. Uh, you would have to look at the uh, EIA's environmental impact assessment. Uh, you would have to, as you allude to, look at the servitude in terms of availability, negotiate with potential private owners who sometimes see an opportunity increasing, um, the, the, increasing the price so that uh, you need to go through their land paths. So it is an incredibly uh, complicated process, and it's not envisaged to be a short-term thing because they are looking at uh, 2028. So although the minister talks about this in respect to the current load-shedding issues, it's not a short-term project. So it's not a short-term project, but could it be the thing that holds us up? Yes, we might get enough generation capacity online in the next year or two. Load-shedding might end from that point of view. But this, could this still constrain us going into the future? You mean that uh, building the transmission yes. infrastructure is trying to address that so that it does not constrain us for specifically renewable energy projects, which are located in the Northern Cape where there's very limited uh, capacity. In the Western Cape, you would remember under round six that there were about over 2,000 megawatts of projects that were already ready to go. But in terms of allocation, they could not get the allocation for transmission infrastructure. So there are opportunities that are very specific. Projects were identified. So those are the low-hanging fruit, if we can put it that way. Jose Maleship, thanks very much indeed. Really appreciate the time. Energy and infrastructure finance specialist. So much going on in our electricity section at the moment, in our electricity sector at the moment.